0: Hello geeks and gamers alike, this is Eric from Geeks Crossing, and welcome to a new series I'm starting on this podcast, Franchise Wars. What is that you might be asking? Well, to put it simply, I picked two franchises from Geeks Pop Culture, and compare them in a series of rounds to see which one is better. It's kind of like a more objective version of Geek Debate, if that makes any sense. Anyway, judging by the title, the first two franchises I'm starting off with are one of, if not the most iconic rivals in video game history, Mario, and everyone's favorite blue disappointment, Sonic. You guys know I love Mario, so anytime I mention the series, you know it's gonna be a good time. As for Sonic, uh, yeah. I still kind of hate that blue bastard. Hmm. <laughs> But the series still has its perks, and it did play a big part of my childhood. And growing up, I would constantly hear people argue that, "Oh, Mario's better. No, Sonic is." Now it's time for me to express my thoughts on the matter. The rules of this mini-series are pretty simple. I'll be comparing both franchises in a series of rounds. Whichever franchise wins best three out of five rounds will be the winner. As usual, whatever I say is just my opinion. So if you disagree on anything I say, that's fine. That being said, we have everyone's favorite plumber and Blue Abomination. But which one is better? Let's find out. Round 1. Origins. They say every hero has its origin story. And these two are no exception. Let's start with Mario. As we know, Mario made his debut in the arcade game Donkey Kong, which released in 1981. However, at the time, he was simply known as Jumpman. Generic naming aside, he definitely left a lasting impression to the gaming world. However, he didn't get the name Mario until Donkey Kong Jr., which had a better ring to it. After the first three Donkey Kong games, in which Mario was absent from the third game for some reason, he starred in his own game, Mario Bros., which released in 1983. There, he was accompanied by his brother, Luigi. It's also the first game where both Mario Bros. were labeled as Italian plumbers, though I could be wrong. Either way, it was still a nice welcome change to Mario's backstory. However, 1985 was when Mario truly started his mark. Of course, I'm talking about Super Mario Bros. for the NES, which took the world by storm with its platforming and arcade style. Since then, Mario instantly became an icon and a starting foundation for video games in general. As for his rival Sonic, Sega realized how popular the Super Mario franchise was getting, especially thanks to Super Mario Bros. 3, so they decided to create their own mascot to compete against Mario. Originally, Sonic was meant to be a rabbit with the ability to grab objects with his ears, But, because of hardware limitations, they changed him to a hedgehog who could run fast and curl up into a ball. Funny enough, Sonic was supposed to have a human love interest in early concepts. However, this idea was removed because it would be too similar to Pauline. Or better yet, Princess Peach, because Super Mario Bros. is what gave Mario his current identity. Of course, giving Sonic a human love interest wasn't revisited until years later. And let's just say fans were fucking disturbed by that. (laughs) Regardless, Sonic the Hedgehog released in 1991 for the Sega Genesis, and it became a huge success. Not just for fans, but for Sega as well. All thanks to its high-speed gameplay and fast-paced action which was completely new at the time. It's obvious that both heroes made a huge first impression in the gaming world. However, because Sonic's whole existence was all about upstaging Mario, conceptually it does make him feel inferior. For that reason, Round 1 goes to Mario. Round 2, Power-Ups and Abilities! What's great about playing as a video game hero is getting to utilize their different powers and abilities, and thankfully both heroes have enough of those set of abilities to make them stand out in their own way. Let's start with Mario. He can jump high, destroy blocks without breaking his fist, and slide down poles without burning his ball sack. However, most of Mario's powers come from the different items he comes across in each level. This includes but not limited to, fire and ice utilization, growth, swimming, flight, invincibility, and so much more. And as a Super Mario Odyssey, he can even turn to enemies all thanks to Cappy. No joke, Mario can do just about everything, which is fucking nuts. Now let's talk about Sonic. Aside from running very fast, he's able to use his speed for combat, such as the iconic spin dash, the homing attack, and boost of power his way through enemies. But with all seven Chaos Emeralds, he can turn to Supersonic for enhanced speed, power, and intangibility. Yes, Sonic has other forms aside from Supersonic. But Sega doesn't seem to care about them anymore, so why should I? (laughs) Hmm. Unless we're talking about the whips from Sonic Colors and Lost World, which are aliens that give Sonic a brief enhancement. And as of Sonic Frontiers, he can now utilize cyberspace for combat. On paper, it does sound like Sonic has the winning edge. Yet there's a difference. Sonic's power-ups are for the most part, temporary. Yes, items like the Starman or Mega Mushroom are also temporary, but at the very least, most of Mario's power-ups have long-lasting effects. Theoretically, you could finish the entire Mario game with one power-up form, so long as you don't take damage or whatever. Unfortunately for Sonic, all of his power-ups have limits. Again, the whips only give him a brief enhancement for at most 10 seconds, and Super Sonic will only stay active if he has enough rings. For those reasons, Mario wins round 2. Round 3! Supporting characters! Every franchise has its own set of characters, and lucky for us, Both Mario and Sonic have plenty over the years. However, I'm not talking about every character, but rather focus on the major ones. As usual, we're starting with the Mario characters, or at least the good ones. First we have Luigi, Mario's brother and arguably the second main character. Princess Peach, Mario's love interest. The Toads, who serve as Peach's minions and inhabitants to the Mushroom Kingdom. Yoshi, a dinosaur with an endless appetite who's basically Mario's pet. We also have Daisy, Peach's best friend and Luigi's love interest, Toadsworth, arguably the most important Toad, and even Rosalina, who was once a Star Princess and is now a staple Mario character. Now let's turn our attention to the villains. We of course have Bowser, Mario's arch nemesis who always tries to kidnap Peach. He's without doubt the most iconic Nintendo villain. Other villains include Bowser Jr., the Koopalings, Kemic, Wario, and Waluigi. I would add Donkey Kong but he kinda does his own thing. Speaking of which, I'm aware that characters like Luigi, Yoshi, and Wario have their own spin-offs, where they more or less take the roles as main characters. But for the sake of this episode, I'm only judging them based on the Super Mario series, and let me tell you, it's a little disappointing for these guys. No matter which game you play, these characters hardly develop. Luigi will always be in Mario's shadow, Peach will always get kidnapped by Bowser, the Toads are fucking useless, and Bowser will never leave Peach alone. Now granted, other games have shown them being much more capable than what I'm planning on. But again, those games are either spin-offs or they hardly matter to the overall Super Mario franchise. Sonic, on the other hand, actually gave us characters worth acknowledging. We have Tails, Sonic's best friend. Amy Rose, Sonic's self-proclaimed girlfriend. Knuckles, his rival slash best friend. And of course, Dr. Eggman, his arch nemesis. And Metal Sonic, his robotic counterpart. But as we move on to the modern age, we get to see some of the best characters the franchise has ever given. Starting with Cream, an innocent girl who just wants to have fun. Shadow, Sonic's arch-rival. Rouge, a spy who's obsessed with jewels. Omega, originally one of Eggman's robots who went rogue. There's also Team Chaotic, a detective agency that's willing to lend a hand from time to time. I know, they were introduced in the classic era. But does anyone really care about Knuckles' Chaotic? (laughs) Lastly, we have Blaze, a princess with fire utilization and Silver, who's from the future and has telekinesis. All of these characters get a moment to shine and develop, with Tails and Amy learning to be more independent, Shadow learning to let go of the past, Silver and Blaze learning to enjoy life and not live in turmoil. Hell, even Eggman showed us that he has good morals, especially when he's willing to team up with Sonic to stop a bigger threat. Unfortunately, the modern age of Sonic is also infamous for displaying character derailment, as showing Knuckles being more of a dumbass, Tails and Amy losing all sense of independence they gained, and Metal Sonic, who was once a total badass and is now a mute antagonist without any personality. Even though this does sound like a detriment, it at least shows that characters from Sonic are willing to change and develop, even when they're not the main focus, for better or worse. So yeah, Sonic is the winner of round 3. Round 4, TV Shows and Movies! It wouldn't be a successful franchise without having at least one TV show or movie. Okay, let's not care ourselves. As great as the Mario series is, it doesn't have the best reputation when it comes to TV shows and movies. We have the Super Mario Bros. Super Show, which I've never watched, simply because I was born almost a decade after the show stopped airing. But from the small videos I've seen, it definitely looks very Saturday morning cartoony, And all those live-action segments with Mario and Luigi are creepy as fuck. I'm sure this show had its fans, but you're not gonna hear any praise from me, sadly and I'm definitely not defending the live-action Super Mario Bros. movie from 1993. Come on! Mario Mario and Luigi Mario?! They didn't even fucking try! Now granted, this hasn't stopped Mario from being an icon, as shown with him making cameos in shows like Family Guy, or Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Hell, the latter even had a scene based off the series in one of their TV movies. But again, those are merely references and not actually canon to the Super Mario series, and as of the making of this episode, the animated Super Mario Bros. movie is yet to be released, but from the looks of it, the movie does have potential to be good, if you ignore the fact that they hired celebrities to voice the characters, which is something I'm sick of seeing. On the other hand, Sonic definitely fared better. I know, The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic Underground were also very Saturday morning cartoons Yes, I'm making that a term now. And there was that weird OVA movie released in 1999, yet they at least try to stay true to Sonic while also be its own thing. It wasn't until the 2000s where Sonic had his own anime called, Sonic X, which I watched a lot when I was a kid, but now that I'm older, my opinions are very mixed. Who knows, maybe I'll do a retrospective in the future. There's also Sonic Boom, which was a 100 times better than the video games, but I'll talk about those later. I'm not saying I love the show, but it was definitely impressive given what it's based off. Of course, I have to bring up the live-action Sonic movies. Even though I hated the first movie, it did a satisfactory job. The sequel, though, was definitely better and stayed true to what Sonic was all about. For the most part, at least. If anything, this shows us that Sega should stop making video games and focus on making movies based off their IPs. (laughs) Regardless, Sonic is easily the winner of Round 4 because he has the better track record. No pun intended. Round 5! Video games! It all comes down to this. Which franchise has the better video games? And in case you're curious, I'm not talking about the Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games Hexology, simply because they don't count and I want to focus on their own games. If you haven't played a Mario game, or don't know how Mario games work, then you really shouldn't call yourself a gamer. Because even people with no video game knowledge understand what Mario games are all about. You travel to different worlds, fight a bunch of enemies, and rescue a princess from its affected turtle thing. These games are legit the textbook definitions of generic. And that's kind of the problem I have with Mario games. No matter what game you're playing, Bowser will always be the main villain and go through extreme measures to kidnap Peach. However, that simplicity is what kept people infested for over three decades. Hell, games like Super Mario sixty-four, Super Mario Galaxies one and two, and Super Mario Odyssey all bring something new to the table. That way, the same formula feels fresh in a way. Eric, what about Super Mario Sunshine? Don't remind me of that shit. (laughs) And none of this is even mentioning the many spin-offs Mario has. Whether you're breaking traffic laws in Mario Kart destroying any friendships in Mario Party, or going through a 2D artistic adventure in the Paper Mario games. You can always count on Mario for a good time. (sighs) It's time to talk about Sonic. They too start off generic, with Eggman capturing animals to activate his robots, and Sonic obviously has to save them, at least in terms of the classic games. As the games evolved, so did the settings and lore, as Sonic found himself fighting aliens, spawns of darkness, to straight-up celestial beings. The point is, Sonic games aren't afraid to include new villains as the primary threat. Can you imagine a franchise where you have the same villain in every game? I would never! (laughs) Unfortunately, it doesn't seem to be as frequent in current games. Even when they do feature new villains, they always circle back to Eggman. I understand that they are probably going back to old roots, but still. This all leads to my biggest problem with the Sonic games. Storytelling and gameplay. I know, the story could be a hit or miss depending on the game but lately they haven't had the best stories, some of which have weak plot twists and character derailment. You guys thought told Drama and Star Wars were the only ones that derailed their characters? No. Sonic is just as bad, and the gameplay hasn't fared much better despite them trying new mechanics. In fact, games like The Secret Rings, Free Riders, Lost World, and Rise of Lyric are some of the worst fucking games I played. God, I'm getting a migraine just by thinking about those games. On the contrary, I still enjoy games like Adventure 2, Heroes, and Generations. Hell, even Frontiers has good moments. Still, that doesn't change the fact that Sonic games are nowadays a gamble. They can either be good or a complete shitstorm, whereas Mario games are almost guaranteed to be a success. Overall, Sonic may be iconic and has no problem changing up the format from time to time, yet his latest track record hasn't been ideal. Mario will always be consistent with his games no matter how many years have passed. And for those reasons, I gotta give the winning edge to Mario. The winner is... Mario! Honestly, are you that surprised? I knew going in Mario was gonna win. But I have to at least give Sonic credit for all the things he did right. Despite his shitty performance lately. Still, no matter what, you can't deny how impactful these two franchises are. And who knows, maybe one day we'll actually get a full-fledged game starring these two. You know, that isn't the Olympics. Which hey, I'd be totally down for as long as they keep things simple and not let Sonic's bad reputation plague anything good for Mario. (laughs) But until then, what did you guys think of the first ever franchise war? And which franchise do you think is better? Mario or Sonic? Let us know in our Discord server, or message us on Instagram, at Geeks Crossing. Continue to listen to us on all major listening platforms, such as Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Music, Audible, iHeartRadio, or whatever platform you prefer. And if you want more geeky content, Check us out on Twitch at Eman the Legendary, which is also my YouTube channel, Nuclear Bacon's, Games, and Carabyte, and tell your friends and family about us. Thank you for listening, and stay true to your geek selves.